Hello and welcome back to Equity, the Tech Runch podcast where we unpack the numbers and the nuance behind the headlines. This is Alex. It is June 13th, 2022, and Equity is back. Sadly, we have returned right in front of a terrible run of news. So, you know, buckle up for some sad times, but it won't all be bad. We have found some good stuff to mix in. Let's go. Let's start with a look at the markets, and we'll begin, as we always do, with stocks. Over in Asia, stocks have taken a pummeling. In Japan, Hong Kong, and South Korea, major indices fell by about 3%. European stocks were also a mess, though they fell more in the low 2% range. Here in the US, stocks are also set to fall at the open. The Dow is set to lose 1.8%, the S&P 500 2.3%, and the tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite 2.9%. It is very messy out there. So what is going on? What's driving all of this bad news? Well, according to CNBC, quote, a jump in short-term rates drove the negative sentiment as investors still reeling from a hotter than expected inflation report on Friday, braced for the Federal Reserve to raise rates later in the week. This, of course, is also bad news for tech stocks in general because they tend to move at an inverse to interest rates. But none of that bad news is on the same plane as the mess that we're seeing over in the world of crypto. A couple of numbers to set the stage. Bitcoin is worth about 23700 off about 14% on the day and about 24% on the week. Ether, about $1,200 per coin, off about 18% in the day and about 37% on the week. And then Solana, also off 18% on the day and 40% on the week, down about 90% from all-time highs. Even more, Celsius Network, a well-known startup in the world of crypto, is driving headlines this morning as TechCrunch reports. Celsius Network, one of the biggest crypto lenders, told customers Sunday evening that it is pausing withdrawals, swap, and transfers between accounts in a move that has sparked discussions and prompted the price of the firm's token to take a 60% tumble in the past one hour to as low as 19 cents. I looked it up. The Celsius Network token peaked at over $8. Now, there's more carnage out there, but that is a high-level look at some of the big price movements. Just don't forget Things will get better overall for the economy in time, and that will help asset prices. And also, don't lose sight of the fact that this is all just money, and you are not your net worth. The Celsius Network story is an interesting one, because it is at once a crypto story and a crypto startup story. Back in late 2021, Celsius raised a $400 million round at a $3.25 billion valuation. Then it added another $350 million to that round, creating one of the largest Series B deals of all time. Now, Crunchbase counts up $864.3 million worth of total venture capital invested into Celsius Network and eight investors putting up that capital. Though I do wonder if that list is actually complete because we tend to see more names for that amount of dollars. Notably, crypto bear bugaboo Tether is involved in all of this. Tether, a controversial stablecoin that won't ever quite share as much information about its reserves as folks want, led Celsius Network's first equity raise, what the company described as a $30 million round, including $10 million from Tether at a $120 million pre-money valuation. Now, in paper terms, Tether did very well on that deal, though we now doubt that its returns are as rosy as they were in the wake of Celsius vomiting all over itself in the last few days. Even more, Tether was reported to have loaned Celsius around $1 billion with Bitcoin as collateral. Well, with Bitcoin selling off hard at the moment, is there a liquidation risk? Well, it's hard to say. All this is happening rather quickly, but that is the buzz amongst the commentariat as far as I can tell. If you want to get deeper into the details, you can look up the price at which Celsius might be forced to liquidate a huge wrapped Bitcoin position, but I'm not going to get into the actual numbers because I have not confirmed them, but it's not hard to find if you'd like. 
All this is to say that the startup market and the crypto market have become rather linked, especially with some of the largest funds out there in recent months being crypto-focused funds. Precisely what will happen to those capital pools is not clear, but if the faith is strong, well, everything is now rather cheap. More to come. But the crypto startup scene is merely a latecomer to the larger startup slowdown, albeit one that does appear hellbent on besting the declines that its more traditional startup rivals managed in Q1 and Q2. Okay, so how about some good news after all that? Well, TechCrunch's Marianne has some good news recently that I did feel was worth sharing at this juncture. As context, back in 2020 and 2021, the global venture capital funding market went wild and Latin America was a big recipient of capital in that particular boom. Investors effectively realized that the region was a potential hotbed for consumer and corporate digitization and got busy with their checkbooks. Marianne, one of the co-hosts of this very show, writes, The trend continued in the first quarter of 2022, according to the Association for Private Capital Investment in Latin America, which found that startups in the region overall raised $2.8 billion across 190 transactions during the three-month period ending March 31st. This marked the fourth largest quarter on record for investment in the region, up 67% compared to Q1 2021 and 375% compared to Q1 2020. Now, this is Q1 data, and we're now closing in on the final weeks of Q2. But the data does show that in some regions, the good vibes continued well into the new year. Now, why is this good news if the information is actually dated? Wouldn't it be more accurate to dredge up partial Q2 numbers? Sure, but also no. Yes, more recent data is better to understand what is happening right now. But the data that Marianne highlighted is useful for a different reason. It shows how many startups in Latin America reloaded right before everything turned off in startup land. Basically, $2.8 billion went into Latin America right before venture capital dried up. This means that companies in the region got big checks before the door slammed. Provided that that cash is conserved, it's actually pretty good news. Or, you know, at least what counts for good news these days. Turning back the clock to Friday, I missed something and I want us to talk about it. Now, it turns out some Coinbase employees are not very happy at the moment, and they put together a petition to remove a big chunk of the company's executive leadership, including its COO, chief product officer, and chief people officer. The letter says that the collected staffers, quote, believe that the executive team has recently been making decisions that are not in the best interest of the company, namely that the executives had been the most prominent who have been executing plans and ideas that have led to questionable results and negative value. Now, what are their sins? Well, they put together an eight-point list of complaints, including, number one, the failure of the Coinbase NFT platform, a lack of focus, if you will, annoying HR policies, uh, too aggressive hiring, a lack of ability to put out better products even with more staff, rescinding offers, failures to communicate, and, quote, generally apathetic and sometimes condescending attitude from the CPO, COO, and chief people officer. That's a loose paraphrase. You can read the list online if you'd like. Wild, right? Well, Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong took his annoyance at the petition to Twitter, calling the complaints and demands for change, quote, really dumb on multiple levels. He encouraged employees who were unhappy to quit, going on to say that the company criticizes in private and praises in public, before in the very next tweet continuing to criticize the letter posters, saying that their actions were, quote, deeply unethical and, quote, dumb, adding threats to fire anyone who gets, quote, caught, presumably being part of the letter writing team. More or less, Armstrong, the CEO of a multi-billion dollar public company, instead of noting that he was listening to employees, working on their complaints, and guiding his company calmly through a difficult period with humility, was instead pretty rude. It wasn't a very good look. And since then, 
Crypto has sold off and shares of Coinbase are off 17% today in pre-market trading or around $10 per share falling to just $48.50 from a 52-week high of $368.90. Whoops. All right, that is our show for this Monday morning. Don't forget, you can follow Equity on Twitter, where we tweet under the handle EquityPod. You can follow myself on Twitter. I tweet under the handle Alex. And we'll talk to you soon because Equity is back this week. So we're back this morning. We're back on Wednesday morning. We have a live taping on Thursday for the show that will be out Friday. And just don't forget, you're not your net worth. Things will get better. Hugs. And we will get through this. 